Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. This podcast episode is a recording of the Sunday morning service by the Episcopal Diocese of Northern Michigan, with music by Charles H. Murphy, and readings and reflections by Reverend Canon Lydia Buckland, Canon Jane Sislusis, Bishop Rayford Ray, Presiding Bishop Michael Curry, Dion Williams, the Governor's Director of Faith-Based and Urban Affairs, and Governor Gretchen Whitmer. On Mary's lap, sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch our King. This Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the Son of Man. Why lies he in such mean estate Where ox and ass are feeding Good Christian fear for sinners here The silent word pleading Salvation brings 
loving hearts enthroned him. Oh, this, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds God and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the Son. I'm going to do a simple, um, a simple song with, with, uh, with the one word changes and you get a new verse. Um, it's going to start with love, um, and then we'll go on to, to other things that we want and need on our journey, looking to this beginning of this new year. Um, the words are love, take a walk with me. Love, take a walk with me. Love, take a walk with me. And the Spirit guide my feet. It goes like this. Love, take a walk with me. Love, take a walk with me. Love, take a Silence, silence, take a walk with me. Silence, take a walk with me. Silence, take a walk with me. And Spirit, guide my Take a walk with me. Fear, take a walk with me. 
safety, 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 take a walk with me. Safety, take a walk with me. Safety, take a walk with me. And spirit, guide my feet. We'll do one more. Let's go back to love. Love, take a walk with me. Love, take a walk with me. Love, take a walk with me. And the Spirit guide my feet. And the Spirit, and the Spirit guide my feet. One more time. And the Spirit. Charles. So we're going to open with a prayer this morning. And again, welcome to everyone to Sacred Space. This is what we call our weekly worship service uh, in the Diocese of Northern Michigan. You can join us every single week on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And for this week, for some reason, we have quite a few people joining us, which is very exciting. It looks like we're up to 114 people on Zoom, 115 uh, and more on Facebook. So good morning. We are so glad you are all here for some reflection and some prayer and some worship and some good music. Uh, and our other special guest, Governor Gretchen Whitmer will be joining us soon, but right now we are hanging tight with our own bishop, Bishop Rayford Ray, and Jane Sislusis, and our presiding bishop, Michael Curry. And we have another special guest who's just joined us, Dion Williams. And welcome, Dion. Dion serves as the governor's director of faith-based and urban affairs. And he's been a great friend um, to us these past months as he's reached out and listened to us, especially in the Diocese of Northern Michigan um, around you know, the things that are worrying us and that are giving us hope and, um, and, and all that we're doing. So we are just so glad you are all with us today. So let's open with a collect. Let us pray. Hidden God, who made the face of Moses shine with the gift of your friendship, teach us the law of love carried by breath of spirit and planted in hearts of flesh that we might be children again and the world restored to you through Jesus Christ, the glory of God. Amen. Amen. I'm going to turn it over to Jane to read this morning's gospel. A reading from the gospel of John. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life 
was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what his own and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who are born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as if a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, this was he of whom I've said, he who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he came before me. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only son who is close to the father's heart, who has made him known. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Jane. So I wanna say hello this morning, especially to Bishop Rayford, Bishop Michael Curry and Dion Williams. How are you all doing this morning? Good. Good, you have to unmute. Good. <laughs> Blessed to be here. Thank you so much for the inv invitation. Looking forward to more worship. Thank you. Should we have Charles come on and do another song? That would be great. There we go. Technology. Um, let's do the first Noel. Oops. At least a couple verses of it. Can you hear me? All right. Oh, 
Thank you, Charles. Well, good morning, everyone. The governor's joined us. Yay! <laughs> this is so exciting. Welcome, welcome, Governor Whitmer. We are so excited to have you with us this morning. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you, and I'm glad I showed up early enough to listen to a little bit of Charles' music. That was beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, we're having a great morning of worship here, and we have uh, presiding Bishop Michael Curry with us as well, and our own bishop, Bishop Rayford Ray. And um, I understand you have a message to share with us this morning before we have some conversation. I do. Thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time. I'm so grateful to be here with all of you. And it's um, while I much prefer to be in person, I'm grateful that we have technology so at least we can see one another this morning. So I wanted to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas um, and a Happy New Year uh, at the end of this upcoming week. 2020 has been a tough year, and I know that's the understatement of 2020. Um, but I, I want you to know I appreciate your your friendship and your dedication to supporting one another in times of crisis, our faith is incredibly important. And yet this type of crisis means we can't come together in person like we usually would. And so I'm grateful for the leadership of our, our places of worship across the state of Michigan for being nimble and using technology to support one another and to, to help one another as um, we are navigating these uh, uncharted waters. 
I've had to make a lot of tough decisions over the last uh, 10, 12 months. And um, they've always been centered around preserving life and protecting people. And your support and your prayers for, for me and for my family um, and for our fellow Michiganders have been really critical. And I am grateful. Right now, if you look at a national map, Michigan is in a much stronger position than many other states. And that's, that's lives spared and saved because of the work that we've done. And yet we're not, we're not done with this virus just yet. We're getting close and there is so much reason for hope. And so um, I'm pleased that Portage, Michigan was the epicenter of that hope when we saw vaccines roll out from Pfizer and glad that our state is being highlighted in such a positive way at the moment. But we've got um, month by month of 2021, I really believe is going to get better and better. And so I simply wanted to extend uh, a Merry Christmas to all of you and a wish for health and happiness and time that we can spend in person together with our friends and loved ones as we go into 2021. Thank you. I know all three of you, uh, both bishops and you, Governor, are people of great faith and leaders who offer us some hope in these times of a lot of brokenness and pain. I'm wondering what is sustaining your hope during these days? What is what is keeping you hopeful and um, and what's keeping you going? Bishop Rayford, if you'd be willing to start. Sure. I mean, um, you know, this, this season, this Christmas season is, in, especially just listening to the gospel, just a time of wonderment and astonishment. And so, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the birth of the one we call Jesus, you know, born of Mary, uh, you know, because I believe Jesus came into the world. It's, it's an amazing thing to turn everything upside down and gave hope uh, to a chaotic uh, a world. Uh, you know, Jesus just came into the world, into the hurting world, not unlike today, you know, God is always coming closer to ourselves and, and, uh, and we make a commitment to heal the world. And, um, you know, so I think uh, the people, the people of Northern Michigan, the Upper Peninsula, uh, we're all here to join that movement towards healing uh, the chaotic world. And, uh, you know, some of the, some of the hopes that I've seen, uh, here in the Upper Peninsula is, uh, you know, our, our food pantries, uh, you know, uh, our food insecurity has always been an issue here in the UP. And, and when COVID-19 struck, we became quite aware that uh, many more people are gonna fall through those cracks. And, and we have Mary Sullivan, who's a deacon at St. Paul's in Marquette, uh, who's part of our justice and peace group here in the diocese. She, she used her gifts. She was able to coordinate a response, raising funds uh, uh, with area foundations, uh, you know, Hoover, Range, range uh, Superior, Reynolds, uh, uh, Frazier and Davenport. And, and then I went to the ecumenical and interfaith groups, the ELCA, Great Lakes Synod, Marquette, Roman Catholic, the Methodist, the Jewish, the UU's friends. And we assisted uh, with raising uh, $50,000 and the foundations gave us $50,000. And that was a total of $100,000, which enabled, think about this, it enabled Feeding America to provide 400,000 meals. 
just it's an amazing coordination uh, with others, uh, you know, uh, with all the spirit uh, by the ministry of our justice and peace group and a deacon named uh, Mary Sullivan. Or, or another example that gives me hope is Bobby, Ryan, and Cynthia Ivy, who are Episcopalians, uh, who own Jack's restaurant uh, in Rapid River, and they're struggling to keep open, and uh, they've had to take out loans to survive. And uh, but they followed the mandate to close indoor dining and have gone to take out uh, because of COVID. And um, they had to lay off a number of workers. Yet in this chaotic time, Bobby was able to coordinate with volunteers from all over and set up Christmas lights in a local park and invited folks to come and bring food items for local pantries. And the old phase, you know, the old uh, phrase, I think, build and they shall come. Well, it happened and area food pantries benefited with hundreds uh, and I mean hundreds of folks dropping off food items. You know, they were able to help others with food insecurities because they heard the governor's call to love your neighbor as yourself. And yeah, people are struggling. And, uh, but I, there's so much hope going on and, and people doing things. I, I get my gas over at uh, here in Rapid River where I live and uh, one, the uh, frontline worker worked 80 hours just to survive before COVID-19. Now just think about that. She had three jobs. She lost two of those because businesses had to cut back. She gave up one of her jobs, even though she had tenure to another frontline worker not to lose her job so she could survive during the pandemic. Love your neighbors <laughs> as, your, as yourself. For me, it's, it's all about love and uh, it's all about moving towards God's uh, in acts of kindness and acts of justice and, and healing a broken world. So, um, you know, I, I also take just daily walks around our uh, uh, diocesan offer, office and, and I see a heart shape that says, you were strong. And, uh, you know, it, it, it shows the resilience of the people here and the courage uh, uh, because everyone here in the Upper Peninsula has that, that hope and that resilience uh, to love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, and you know what, to, to love your neighbor, for me, it, that's dangerous business because it, it impact and changes uh, uh, this broken world. So I think it's about the people who, who provide the hope and I'm, I'm thankful uh, uh, for being here and uh, uh, invite everyone just to keep, keep strong, keep you strong. Uh, and we will all get through this. And uh, just to thank the governor and our presiding bishop who modeled that love your neighbors yourself. Uh, appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. My gosh, that, that's the best med that was the best medicine any of us could have gotten. Ah. Thank you for that, I tell you. You know, I have to admit that, that like, um, like Bishop Bishop Ray, um, I've seen hope um, in quiet voices that don't necessarily make the news all the time and don't necessarily get the headlines, but the quiet voices of folk who've kept these soup kitchens and kept these uh, media, uh, feeding ministries, kept these clothing ministries, have kept things going um, in all religious traditions 
um, and have done it in ways that respect the directions of our public health folk and our political leaders. They've done it safely, kindly, compassionately. They've ramped up and done what none of us expected any of us to have the capacity to even do. Thank God for these churches, synagogues, mosques that are actually doing it because they're feeding, right now feeding folk as, as, as the bishop said. And that's what love looks like. And if you don't believe me, uh, the one whose birthday we celebrated Christmas, um, that guy named Jesus of Nazareth, um, he actually was talking to a lawyer um, and I don't know if the governor's a lawyer, but I won't pick on lawyers right now. But but he was talking to a lawyer and the lawyer said, you know, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, well, what did Moses say in the Torah, in the Hebrew scriptures? And he said, well, you shall love the Lord your God and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said, you got it. That's it. Do that. And you'll have eternal life. You'll find a life that makes sense. And the lawyer said, well, look, I'm a lawyer and I want to be more uh, precise. So could you tell me who's my neighbor? And that's when Jesus tells the parable of the Good Samaritan. And he said, you wanna know what love looks like. It looks like somebody who helps somebody else who's different than they are of a different political party, a different race, a different religion, and they help them out just because they're a human being. They're a brother, a sister, a sibling, a fellow child of God. That's what it looks like to be neighbor, to love your neighbor. And all the folk that, that Bishop Ray, Ray Rayford is talking about, that's what love looks like. Um, I mean, I think about as he was talking, the folk in Navajo land, on the Navajo land reservation, I mean, they, where they are really struggling, but folk have volunteered and jumped in, um, and, and Doctors Without Borders. I mean, there are people coming who have been helping out there um, to, to do whatever they could to help. Um, that's what love looks like. And the birth of this baby Jesus is about the coming of love profoundly into the world, not in an abstraction of a philosophical dissertation, but in the concrete reality of a human life, a child born of a woman named Mary. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That's not just about the crucifixion. That's about God coming into the world in the person of Jesus. It is all about love. And we've been seeing that love even in this time of a horrible, painful pandemic, a horrible, painful time of a racial reckoning, a horrible, painful time of national divisions and polarizations, a horrible and, and painful time of a world thrown into the midst of personal chaos and hardship and tragedies for so many. In spite of it all, we keep seeing signs of love. And, and you know, the truth be told, I was uh, earlier in October, I was, I was um, remembering when I was in like the fifth grade in Miss Lenny's fifth grade class in Buffalo, New York, um, the home of the Buffalo Bills, by the way, but I'll, 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 I'll leave that alone. Um, but I was in Miss Lenny's fifth grade class and she had us coloring the great seal, you know, the great seal of the United States with the eagle. And, um, you know, we colored the seagull, seal and above the eagle, you'll remember, um, are the words, Latin words, e pluribus unum, from many, one. Well, this fall, I started, I, for some reason, something said, find out where that phrase comes from. 
because that's the motto of this country, from many, one. Well, I discovered that it comes from the writings of Cicero. And Cicero said this, and I quote, when each person loves the other as much as he loves himself, then one from many, e pluribus unum, becomes possible. When Moses says, love your neighbor as yourself, Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. Cicero says, love your neighbor as yourself. And this Christmas is about the one who taught us to love our neighbor as ourselves. There I see a sign of hope from the ancient wisdom of those who came long before us. So that's hope, some hope for me. Thank you, Bishop Rayford. Governor Whitmer, what gives you hope? What gives you hope? That was, that was beautiful. You're wonderful. So you keep on. So what gives yeah. you hope? Well, Bishop Curry, Bishop Rayford, I'm so glad to be here with you. And I took some notes. Bishop Curry, you might hear that in a future speech. I loved what you just said. I think that that was, that was beautiful. Um, you know, 2020 has uh, been a year of lots of lessons for, for me uh, about this job, about this state, about me as a person. Um, we're, you know, every one of us is a work in progress, right? And um, even on the hardest days, there is inspiration. Um, sometimes you have to be a little more intentional about seeking it out than others. Others, it'll be right there on your, on your doorstep. But I'll tell you that on the day that the um, dams burst in Midland, Michigan, we had two dams that were overwhelmed because of um, unprecedented rainfall. It's a 500-year flooding event in the middle of a 100-year pandemic. You know, we had to evacuate 10,000 people um, and in the middle of the, this pandemic and find them housing and food. And the way the community came together, I thought, this is what this is who we are. This is what Michigan is all about. This is what Michigan means to me. This is what community means to me. Um, this is what this job means to me. I have um, incredible inspiration all across the state, watching those vaccines roll out of Portage, Michigan, and seeing these workers clap for one another, and mm. the whole world was watching Portage, Michigan. There's truly inspiration everywhere, and it is grounded in my faith, but it is um, reminded every day in, in people and, and our actions and how we treat one another. And um, I never could have fathomed the circumstances that we would find ourselves in now. And yet I am humbled to be in a position that has impacted and protected um, my fellow Michiganders' lives. And so um, I find inspiration in faith. I find inspiration in my my fellow men and women of this state. I find inspiration in children who um, I think center kind of the forward-looking nature of all the work that we must do. So I, I thank you for sharing um, yours with me because I I have found your comments about whether it's just um, some actions that people have taken in Rapid River, Michigan, or it is an e pluribus unum, um, you have, have inspired me and I'm grateful that I was able to join you for church this morning. Amen. 
Well, Governor, I, I just want to say is, uh, again, thank you, uh, because you, for us, for many of us, are an icon of courage and, uh, and, and an icon of that love that uh, uh, Bishop Curry talks about. So thank you so much. Thank you. And I echo it and amen that. And I'm down in North Carolina, in Raleigh, North Carolina. You keep on, Governor. You keep on. Don't you quit. You keep on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank one you. More, one more question for folks. How, how are you seeing 2021 coming around and what can we do to help you? So uh, you want me to jump in first? Oh, yeah. I can. Okay. Well, so there's a, a Latin. So since we're talking Latin, Bishop Curry, um, there's a Latin phrase, annus horribilis, and it means uh, year of horribles. And I think we can chalk 2020 up into some wonderful things that happen, but in generally in a very tough year. Uh, annus horribilis is often followed by an annus mirabilis, which is a year of miracles. And I believe 2021 is going to be an annus mirabilis, a, a year of miracles. I believe every month of 2021 is going to get better than the last. Vaccines will become more prevalent and more accessible as the year goes on. Um, I, I really believe that with new leadership in Washington, D.C., that there will be some changes that will really benefit the, the everyday lives of, of people across this country. Um, and, and perhaps hold us to a, a standard where we are um, look for collegiality and common ground and, and that those might be really wonderful things in this moment for our country. Um, the weather up here in Michigan will get warmer every day of 2021 and we will be outside and our ability by the end of the year as vaccines become more plentiful to spend time together in person um, will be safer. And so I'm excited about 2021. We have, we have um, some tough days ahead. Uh, we're not finished with COVID-19 yet. It will be with us for a while. And so we'll have to continue to mask up. But um, I really am optimistic about 2021 and excited to, um, to start this year of miracles with all of you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Did you want us all to jump in or? Yes, that would be great. Oh, oh. I didn't know. Okay. You and your leadership, how can we pray for you? Mm. Oh, well, please pray. Um, gosh, please pray. Keep praying for the governor. Keep praying for Bishop Rayford, Bishop me, uh, Bishop me, uh, me, and <laughs> pray for us all. God knows we need we need those prayers. We really do. And you know, I mean, I have to admit, often um, um, a bishop. Uh, Rayford has heard me say this um, over and over again a lot at the House of Bishops. I often quote the the old slaves, African slaves of America's antebellum time, uh, who used to say, walk together, children, and don't you get weary, because there's a great camp meeting in the promised land. Um, those were slaves who said that. Those were people who had lost their freedom who, and probably had little hope of gaining it again. And yet they knew that the way you navigate through tough times mm -hmm. is you walk together, children, walk together, mm -hmm. children. and don't you get weary, because if we're walking together, when I'm weary, you can hold me up. When you're weary, I can hold you up. Walk together, children. Don't you get weary, 
because there's a great camp meeting in the promised land. There is a God, and as long as there is a God, there is always hope. It may be long delayed, but it will not be defeated. Walk together, children. Don't you get weary, because there's a great camp meeting in the promised land, and I sure hope 2021 is that great camp meeting in a promised land for us all. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, uh, for me, as prayer sustains us, and, uh, you know, uh, for me, is do call us, uh, connect with each other. I mean, that's what's going to sustain us through that, through this hard times and, and that connection and the relationships that we have for, with each other. And we're going to get through this. And we will see, as Governor uh, Gretchen said, there will be miracles. Uh, and, and look and see those miracles because uh, they're out there and it's, it's happening through people. And so let's 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 make sure we connect with each other uh, uh, to get uh, uh, into 2021 and beyond. So thank you. Thank you. I'd love to bring Dion Williams to back to the screen, if we could. Can you turn on your camera, Dion? So I want to give special thanks to Dion. Dion serves on the governor's staff as the director of faith-based and urban affairs. And Dion has just gone out of his way to build relationship with us up in the UP with rural churches mm -hmm. and small churches. And um, it's oftentimes that we feel forgotten about and left off maps and uh, you know, given to Canada or Wisconsin. And we're part of Michigan and we love being part of Michigan. That's right. <laughs> We're just really grateful uh, to Dion for this connection um, and for your friendship and your prayers and, and this shared work. And I would love to offer a prayer and a blessing on each of you um, leaders if, if you'd have me. So let us pray. Living and loving God, we thank you and we praise you for the power of your presence deep in our hearts, the vitality of your presence here in our midst, for this opportunity to come together and to celebrate our common hope. We thank you especially for Michael and Rayford, for Gretchen and Dion, for the many and diverse efforts that continue to contribute toward the building of a better world. Pour out your spirit on them. Confirm and strengthen their vision. Be the hope that sustains them and strengthens them in these changing and challenging times and hold them in your embrace of love, that they may know their belovedness and share that love with all they encounter. In the name of your son who was born to walk with us and to heal this broken world. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us, Governor and Dion. Thank you. Happy New Year, everyone. God bless you all. Stay safe. You too. I think we're going to bring Charles on screen to play another song. Ooh, he's got the banjo out. Got the banjo. All right.
brightest and best of the star of the morning. Dawn on our darkness and lend us thy name. Star in the east, the horizon adorning. Sky where our infant redeemer is laid. Shall we then yield him in costly devotion over love, Edom, and offerings divine? Gems of the mountain and pearls of the ocean, birth from the forest or gold from the mine, brightest and Stars of the morning, dawn on our darkness, and lend us thine aid. Star of the east, the horizon adorning, God, where our infant redeemer is laid. Blessing this morning, Bishop Curry. Oh, sure. Uh, and again, uh, uh, Rayford and Lydia and Jane and Charles and Sarah behind the scenes, um, and Dion and uh, Governor Whitmer, um, to, and everybody, all 122 of us who are on the Zoom and God knows how many on Facebook. Um, thank you for letting me join you for worship this day. Now go forth into the world in peace. Be strong and of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Love the Lord your God. Love your neighbor. Love yourself. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be on you and remain with you in the entire human family and all of God's creation this day and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. We wish you all a very happy new year and ask your prayers for us. And we will continue to pray for all of you. We are in this together and we walk together.
Blessings, everyone. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and Happy New Year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>